SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. By setting funds aside, you've already taken steps to provide financial security for your loved ones in case of your untimely death. But one step most often neglected is designating a beneficiary. Your beneficiary is the person to whom your benefits are paid in the event of your death. There have been many cases where family members don't receive the life insurance or retirement savings payouts promised to them by the deceased loved ones simply because the beneficiaries weren't designated initially on the papers or updated as life circumstances for the deceased changed. We're now in conversation with Walter van der Merwe, the Chief Executive Officer of Fed Group Life. They have seen an increase in the number of people taking the time to understand and update their policies and beneficiaries since the start of lockdown. And of course, there's more to that. So let's have that conversation without further ado. Good evening, Walter. How are you? Good evening. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Probably a very sobering conversation, but nonetheless, a very necessary one, because nobody wants to work hard and have one's estate be divested in terms of, I mean, distributed in terms of interstate succession act. Not a good idea, right? Agreed. Not at all. I mean, updating your beneficiaries, you need to update your beneficiaries um, to ensure that the benefits that you have under your pension, provident funds and insurance products are there for your family and that your intentions for that money and policy benefits in the event of an unexpected death in the family goes to the right parties. People don't think that they will die. Many young people in particular don't think they will die. Can we then have first a conversation in terms of rethinking wealth growth, generational wealth, old money if you like, being up to terms with the reality of the world in which we now live and the fact that in any event, it's just good financial sense to be on top of your papers and to constantly be revising them. Not because you're going to die, but simply because this is how these things are to be handled. That's correct. Um, We need to change our mindset. We tend to think that we're all going to live forever and we're never going to pass away. The reality that we're facing now has woken us up to the fact that we not only need to to provide for our families the best we can, provide for them with the best financial products, but we need to do a very, very simple thing and a basic thing that we tend to neglect. And it's an ideal opportunity to do so now, to consider what financial products you have in place what beneficiaries you've nominated within your family that will receive those proceeds. That's a responsible thing to do. And it's a very simple thing to do. And we shouldn't neglect that responsibility. But here's what I I, I want to know now. Let's talk about the value of having a will and the institution of having policies, which of course do not form part of your will, because by virtue of taking out a policy, you have to have your nominated beneficiaries. Although sometimes people forget that, let's just talk about a will and separate life policies. Let's have a conversation. Sure. The the purpose of a will is to ensure that your estate is divided amongst your beneficiaries, those who are financially dependent upon you. 
if you do not have a will in place, then you pass away using a term which is called intestate, which means the winding up of that estate is going to take a very long time and your beneficiaries are going to struggle to gain access to, to the financial needs or proceeds, sorry, to meet their needs that you have provided for responsibly. So that is, in simple terms, the need for a will, so that your wishes that you have in terms of the people in your family that you provide for, your children, your spouse, your extended family, that money will go to them, that they will not be destitute. Often people are left destitute because there is no will in place and they've got ongoing financial needs that cannot be met. Okay. Why should it take that much longer for somebody who dies interstate? Because essentially the questions are the same. Same in the sense that if I die tested, I have a will, you just simply take that estate and you put it and transfer it into the names of those persons who are nominated. A person who dies interstate doesn't have a will. Why should it take as long as it does? Because the questions are the same. Are you married? Do you have a wife? Do you have kids, grandchildren? Do you have any outstanding debts? And all those persons will come through to the extent that they are owed by the deceased. What's the time lag issue all about? You see, if you die without leaving a valid will, your estate will devolve according to the Interstate Succession Act. So I'm getting very technical here. It yes, means sure. that your estate will be divided amongst your, your surviving spouse, children, parents, and siblings according to a set formula. So the important thing here is that you're leaving it into the hands of others. In other words, you're leaving it into the hands of the state to apply a formula in terms of how the proceeds of your estate is divided amongst your your beneficiaries, amongst your, your family. So that is the biggest problem with it. That is why you don't want to go through that, that, that route in terms of the state taking responsibility for providing for <coughs> your family. There's rules that are applied um, in terms of that distribution and administration of your estate. It is best to set a will in place, a will that is standard, a will that defines your spouse, that defines your children, and even beyond your immediate family, in terms of your extended family, on how you want your estate to be divided, how the money needs to go to them, and it's dealt with then in a set way, where an executor is appointed, that executor can then divide the assets within the estate. Of course, there's a fee involved, as always, there's estate duties that will be paid, taxes that will be paid on the estate, but you have the certainty that through that process, the money goes to the people that you want it to go to in a way that you've prescribed, not through a formula that's set by the state. Fantastic. Now, because you are seeing an increase in the traffic through your doors, what are people worried about? What are they saying when they're walking through your doors? So... People have taken this time to consider their own financial positions. Have I provided enough? Do I have enough cover? Can I even, even afford the insurance that I have in place? Um, we've all had time to reflect on our financial positions because a lot of us have had to take a reduction in salary. A lot of people have had no salaries for a number of months. So they've really taken the time to consider their own financial position. So that's what we're seeing, that people are... are contacting their financial advisors, either doing it themselves or through their financial advisors to revise the covers that they have in place. Now that they better understand their own financial position, 
So in a way, a massive positive that's come out of this is that people have taken that responsibility. And then, of course, with that responsibility comes updating your beneficiaries. Who are my beneficiaries? What does it mean? How are the proceeds distributed through the different financial products, as you said, whether it's an insurance policy, whether it's a pension or a provident fund? And then, of course, what does my world say? How does my world fit into all of these financial products to ensure that I've done a complete analysis of what I have in place to ensure that my family is taken care of. You know, this very morbid subject that we're now all facing, as you said right in the beginning, has caused us to has caused people to take a very positive and responsible action. That's what we're seeing. And of course you can never punt it enough that people should just simply keep revising, even if nothing changes. Just the idea of always knowing that should the worst happen, this is exactly what's going to happen. I mean, you can never overstate that, can you? That's correct. It's, it's having that certainty that even if nothing changes, I've, I've had a look at this, I've revised it if necessary. I, I know that it's still in place, taking that ongoing responsibility and not leaving it to others. I mean, it's not necessary. We know enough about our own families and our own financial positions that yeah, we can sure. take the responsibility to to provide for them. Final question to you then, my brother. Trusts, what is the benefit of having your estate devolve into a trust versus just the ordinary succession of just making sure that the name, I mean, the property transfers from your name into that of the beneficiary? For me, the, the main, main advantage of a trust for the majority of us is where we have children. So if something should happen to both parents, then a guardian is appointed and a guardian then takes financial responsibility for those children. Often those guardians may have conflicting interests or other interests that they need to provide for. Then the money mm. doesn't go towards the children as you intended. So having it in a trust or what's called these days a beneficiary fund through a pension and provident fund then ensures that your children's needs are taken care of, that their medical bills are paid, that their school fees are paid, and the trustees that are responsible for your children, because that's what they then do, will ensure, regardless of the guardian's intention, that the proceeds goes towards them and that they're not diverted out. That's the main advantage. And of course, there's so much more to speak about on this topic. So let's allow you then to go to the Chief Executive Officer of Fed Group Life, Mr. Walter van der Merwe. Otherwise, sir, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Updating your policy beneficiaries, it can never be overstated. Just keep looking at your assets, your estate, and make sure what you want to happen to it when you can no longer speak or direct things happens because you took the time to write it down.